Hey, Dave's not here, man, but I'm Tommy Chung, and you're listening to The Gain and Fast on Memphis Podcast. Welcome to The Gain and Fast on Memphis Podcast with Aaron Shriver, brought to you by Arlo Revolution. Each week, Aaron connects melodies and memories with fans and artists from all genres of life. When all else in life is gone, only music will be left to leave the legacy of life's adventures. Please welcome your host for The Gain and Fast on Memphis Podcast, Aaron Shriver. What's up, everybody? Oh, I got to take the snow off. I forgot where it was snowing on our screen. You can leave the snow on here. That's fine. (laughs) All right, guys. Welcome to the Gaining Fast on Memphis podcast, a place where we promote positivity while connecting melodies and memories with fans, artists, and some of the most interesting people in and around the music community. I'm your host, Aaron Shriver. We are presented by our good friends tonight at Arlo Revolution. Um, cinematic wedding films, music videos, and promos. You can find them at arlorevolution.com. And then our on-screen sponsors, Art on a Higher Wire by Joel, original and custom uh, artwork inspired by your life moments, treasured photos, and memories. Find them on Facebook and Corey Oliphant and the original, original Church Choir. We're honored to have Corey and the OC on as a weekly sponsor because, honestly, they kicked off the whole first season of the show and played a huge spot uh, happy New Year, Sweet Caroline. I just saw all that. Ah, oh, man, yeah, Packers won today, but hey, Bears still got in, guys. Happy New Year, Gilly, man. Everybody coming on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and drop uh, drop where you guys are watching from tonight. If you guys could go ahead and share the feed, too. Um, if you guys are out there looking for ways to support this show, uh, I do talk about it every week, but our heart... The heart of our show uh, is our Patreon page. Cheers start just at $1. We're trying to reach up to 100 Patreons. I think we are about 37 or so away from that that goal. So uh, we're getting there eventually. Uh, We're slowly but surely. When we get there, I'm going to try to do something fun. We'll see what happens. But if you're looking to sponsor or advertise with us, uh, you can reach it over on Patreon as of right now. Uh, We're looking for two more on-screen sponsors. So if you are looking to get your logo, your business, or anything you have going for you shared, or seen you could see it every week uh we've been averaging about ten thousand views too so uh go ahead and check that out if you guys have not been to the patreon page and pretty cool little stuff over there i'm gonna be changing some things too we're gonna have some new stuff coming in uh you will see something cool tonight we have a new sponsor that we'll be introducing here later on in the show so i cannot wait for that but yeah all right and if you guys can't if patreon something you can't do anywhere you can find the show if you like share review it subscribe it um, it will definitely help, especially reviews. Uh, I've been reading a lot about how reviews help. Um, we got like 20 or so reviews on Apple. I really want to try to increase that. So if you guys could head over to Apple Podcasts and at least leave, leave a quick review, five stars for the show would be amazing. So let's see. Yeah, we'll get all that off. All right, so 2021 is here in a new show. going to be a fun night, and that means we get to kick off with our Patreon um Winner. So we get the draw this week for our December contest, which I cannot wait to see who won. And a great prize pack, tons of stuff. I've already knocked this bowl off twice, so I'm going to be glad to get rid of it. Well, that just means that that is shaking up really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, there's two. And we have a winner, Karen Lee. So I know she does watch the show weekly. She's in the chat tonight, too. <laughs> Congratulations. You won this amazing prize pack. Uh, I've yet to get the Tommy Chong autograph in. It should be coming in any day now. So when I get that in, uh, I'll get the whole prize pack shipped over to you. I cannot wait. But congrats, because it's awesome. Ah, awesome that you won tonight. I know you're watching for Will, because you guys are good friends tonight. Really fun to have that. Uh, I'll have our January one posted probably in our week or so. Uh, it's gonna be fun, but hey, guys, tonight I'm excited for this one. This is gonna be a good one. Let me get this off. So let's hope he's ready. <laughs> I see him down in the chat, guys. This guy, um, honestly, you guys are all here. He needs no introduction. Um, one of the church choirs, I, I, I want to say one of the originals, even though he's not an OC, but to me, he is in my heart. But on episode 66, we're going to welcome in church choir member Will Long. Will has been a staple in the choir for many years now. He is the godfather of the church choir squires and someone I'm proud to call one hell of a friend. And I can't wait to introduce you guys all to Will and to hear his journey tonight. So we're going to welcome my good buddy Will Long in tonight. Hey, there he is. What's up, buddy? Not much. <laughs> All right, we can hear you. You're not coming on my laptop for once. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know what was going on with all that audio, but man, welcome, dude. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I've been waiting to have you on the show for the longest time, um, but welcome, and finally you're here. You made a brief appearance once, though, on one of the after shows. Yeah, <laughs> back in July with Chris. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was Jack Daniels one I had. I had um, Eric, uh, the spokesman for Jack Daniels, one of the guys on. Yep. Yep. So man, how, how's uh, how's twenty twenty one treating you for the first three days already? So far for the th- first three days, it's been really good. <laughs> uh, a lot better than twenty twenty started out. <laughs> yeah, I know twenty twenty didn't start out too bad, but then yeah, it went pretty soft quick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, um, uh, you've been back to work yet this year? Are you saw uh, so on your break. I actually work New Year's Eve. You worked out, so oh, man. <laughs> yes, I haven't been back to work yet, but I get back tomorrow. There you go, man. I'm glad we were able to move this up a couple of days and have this on tonight for you. We all have a full show tonight. It's gonna be a good time. So I want to throw things back and start back with you, man. Back when you're, I don't know, a couple of years old, and you've really just started discovering music and what it was. <laughs> What were you listening like? What was your parents listening to, or what were you listening to like when you were young, man? What was the first thing you remember when it came to music? This is gonna get me in trouble. All right, I love it. <laughs> but like, I remember riding around with my dad with a cassette player, and my favorite um, music group at the time was Confederate Railroad. Nice. And the, the Trashy Women song was like my favorite song of all time, and my dad would bitch at me (laughs) and i'm like oh god (laughs) (laughs) that that was my favorite music group growing up dude that's awesome i I honestly i'm not gonna lie i love that they've stuck their guns and they kept their name and everything else i mean because what it means to them and everything else it's definitely one of the bands uh that uh has been around for years man trashy women is one of the songs that's going to be around for many years after they're gone because that's just one of the songs that so it wasn't handsome in a way, dude. So you you were have you always been country? Have you ever kind of broke the mold at all? I mean, have you always have you? Well, no, I broke the mold in <laughs> two thousand when I graduated high school. My mom mm-hmm. and dad for my graduation present um, bought me and one of my best friends tickets to Up and Smoke two thousand. Oh, so I didn't know we, we're the same age. So we graduated the same year, huh? Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, I graduated in 2002. That's awesome. So Up in Smoke 2001, or 2000, oh, what was that? Dre, Snoop. Was that was Eminem on that one or no? I think he was. I remember the early one. Yeah, he was, because they did the Up in Smoke, and then they had another one that they were, that Eminem was on for a while. Uh, Family Values, because that was the rock, and it was like rock and rap one they had. Yeah. back in that i think it was family values that went up in smoke so well man what when you went to one of these i mean so you were listening to country all the, your life and you go into this this rap show what did you expect dude i mean were you already listening to this stuff yeah i was already listening like snoop dogg and stuff and like my mom and dad they didn't really like the cuss but they was like you're graduating you're going off to the military here in a few days go for it so yeah we we went and we had a really good time Oh, dude. It's, uh, I mean, so was that your first concert you went to? But, uh, as far as I can remember, it was. Oh, wow, man. For the hell of a first concert, man. I'm surprised <laughs> your dad didn't get you into see some Confederate Railroad or anything back in the day. <laughs> I, I don't think he really. Mine and his big thing was kind of like you're and your sons. and like, Yeah. It, it was wrestling. <laughs> yep. That's how I hear you, man. That's uh, definitely how, how it is now. We love our wrestling. So, oh, yeah. after 2000, I mean, you had that little taste of some rap. I mean, but you still were a country fan, so you stuck your roots with country music. What led you to discover Eric Church? Because you're a huge Eric Church fan. I mean, where were you and when you first heard his songs? Um, I actually seen him play at a bar in Johnson City, Tennessee. It was called the Electric Cowboy. Yeah. And this back in 2006. I seen him play and didn't really i was like well this is different and then i seen him in 2009 i was like wow yeah because this was at the time he had his foot broke <laughs> i mean he's sitting on the stage playing this whole concert and i mean it was carolina college fest mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a hell show. Anyway. yeah so those are this this ticket sub I, I found this ticket sub on your page today just because i 
brought it out. It was June 29th, 2012. So that was a few years afterwards. I saw, I was like, that's my birthday in West Virginia, man. I remember that show because it was with Jake Owen. I wanted to go to it really bad. I was like, ah, oh, I got to go to that one. But what first, when you first saw him in 2006, to you, what made you a fan? Like, what really, what did stood out to you about Eric Church? Like, was it the music, the performing? Just what was it for you? I like, I mean, I've always liked, and I know it's cliche, it's how how much of his heart he puts into it. I mean, he really and truly leaves it up on the stage day in and day out. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we all see it every day and the way he keeps on keeps tracking it so after you discovered him i mean did you jump i mean so did you jump into the fan club right away or how did you really get kind of associated with the church choir um i didn't really jump into the fan club till probably about 2013 okay um like my first real meeting with anybody really in the church choir was me and my ex-wife we was at uh the red white and boom festival in lexington kentucky and met scott staples Dude, I, who what year was that one? What year was that one? 2016. No, no. See, I think Eric played before that. He played one year with Danielle Peck at the Red, White, and Boom. And I, that was one of the shows I was at, but I think that was like 2009, 2010 that was that one. I always remember that show in Lexington. I'm like, man, but the, the one that you guys were at was much later. So when so did you talk to Staples that day? Yeah, he was he was actually standing right behind me with a flashlight. Well, he was behind you, not in front of you. You never seen shit. <laughs> what? I know. Dude, so damn tall, I'd be blocking you. So with Eric Church, uh, always comes Jack Daniels and your love for Jack Daniels. So now, where did your love for Jack Daniels come in? So your music started young. Uh, when did your love for Jack start? My love for Jack Daniels actually started with my dad also. Okay. Uh, because, and it's wild, he's no longer, no longer with us. He died in 04. But, like, he would take me hunting. And I, honest to God, I dreaded hunting with him because I knew it was going to be talks. Because we'd go hunting, and he's like, have you ever smoked weed? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, I would much rather you smoke it with me. <laughs> then go out on the street and I'm like 16 yeah. years old and he's like, do you want to roll a joint I'm like sure so we'll smoke and go hunting <laughs> same thing Jack Daniels and I'm like wow so your first sip of Jack Daniels was with your dad yeah so what what, what do you remember if like the first time he gave you that that first sip what was that memory um, I liked it um, <laughs> were you 16 at the same time <laughs> uh, were you 16 I, too <laughs> I think we was. <laughs> so, man, that, so d- just kind of get off track real quick. Uh, you said you lost your dad. What was the best piece of advice that you think your dad ever gave you or that you ever learned from your father? Um, he just said to always stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, like one time, and this was back when I was in the military, um, I came home with my tongue pierced, and I thought it was really cool. <laughs> Well, my dad said, he looked at me and said, Will, only two people suck. And I won't, I won't say it. He said, either you're a queer or something. I, he said, I don't know. He said, I'm going to give you one chance to take it out or I'm going to pull it out. And I told him, I was, I was like, I'm like 18 or 19 years old. I'm not taking it out. Well, I was down on my back before I knew it with pliers in my mouth. <laughs> So, so yeah. he took it out. He, he, I went ahead willingly took it out, and I never put it back in. <laughs> I remember I had my, I got mine done. I didn't have mine done for real long, but um, I wonder did I have mine? I think I had mine when I first met Jillian. Yeah, because I had it when I moved to Mississippi. And I remember I met Jillian's. Uh, I think it was her one of her cousins, and I started working with him uh, construction work. And I mean, you're 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 from originally from Virginia, right? Yeah. So, I mean, still, Southern laws down there, or this is Southern ways, I mean, always. But I walked into this guy's office, and I, I had probably blonde tips in my hair, earrings in both my ears, probably like three in each, uh, tattoos. Um, I think my tongue was pierced. And he took one look at me, and he goes, if you want a job with me, you better come back not looking like that. 
<laughs> so I was like, all right. So I went home that night and or I went back to my apartment. I, I was only in Mississippi like a week. This was like the first week we moved down there. And I took the tongue ring out, all the earrings out. I think I shaved my head, got all the blonde out. And I was like, all right, went back. And I'm like, here we go. And I never went back again. I never had a nerve piercing after that. Well, can't say that. I had one more after that. But that didn't, only lasted a couple months. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so your yours probably what, lasted less than 24 hours for your tongue? <laughs> no, nah, I was... It maybe lasted a week, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't happening." I know that skit you're talking about. I think that's like, what is it, Chris Rock or Kevin Hart yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah. But girl has her tongue pierced. Yeah. So we're gonna move on from all that. But um, <laughs> okay. So with Jack Daniels, man, when you when you first had that first step, and you're out there with your dad, either hunting or being out there. I mean, when you had that love. Where did the passion? Because you're passionate about Jack Daniels. You're passionate about Lynchburg. Uh, you're we're, like you're a squire. We're, who nominated you? Honestly, my ex-wife nominated. Me. <laughs> um, and the, the reason that she had nominated me was Eric was playing a show close to where I live in Bluefield, which I think you know where that's at. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, it'd be cool to get a bottle engraved and give to him yeah. because. One of her friends was a promoter of it, so she went down and bought a barrel, like an empty barrel, and bought like $800 worth of Jack Daniels. Well, they nominated her to be a squire, and she nominated me as well, so that's how I became a squire. That's cool, man. Yeah, and definitely, uh, honestly, I think a lot of the choir that are squires started with you. That's why, I mean, I originally called you the godfather. I know I got mine from you yeah. um we're waiting my my latest nom- nomination was uh derek frazy so he should be getting one every any any second so or any day now he should be getting his in and he'll be the newest member of the squire squire family but i, I think a lot of us i mean we got a page now of the church choir squires because there's so many of us so with jack daniels and you became a squire shortly after that um did you start like did you start going to lynchburg every year right away because you go a couple times a year now yeah, I started going right away. Um, really, after my divorce is really when I picked up like the whole collecting thing because yeah. it gave me a way to kind of fill my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need something new, right? So yeah. what was your very first piece of Jack Daniels memorabilia bottle or anything that started your collection? The very first bottle was the Prohibition set. Yeah, I got those sitting over here in my bar. <laughs> um, and like... I think I may have paid like two hundred bucks for it. Now they're like five hundred. So. Oh really? I, yeah. I haven't even looked. I still remember the day they came out. I don't know what was going on. We were living in Mississippi at the time. Jillian was supposed to be at work. She ended up calling. I think it was like her first time she ever called in the work. Went at the new hospital. But we drove. We were only a couple hours from Lynchburg. We drove and waited in line, and they did the bottle signing. And we bought one for her dad and one for myself. And we got them all signed by all everybody. I gave it to her dad that year for Christmas. So, but it was a really cool set. I used to have those, um, the scenes of Lynchburg. I don't know if you remember those back in the day. I, I, yep. I drank all those. <laughs> I never, oh, I never could keep those around. I still got the bottles somewhere, but I can never keep the, those around. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I try to, I always try to keep a good collection. I had a buddy buy, um, I had a diaper party or a diaper like sock my bar party when Jackson was born. And he actually bought a little pint or a little bottle of Jack and wrote on there, like, open up, like, 20 years from, 21 years from now for Jackson. So I got that put away on the bar and hanging there. So stuff like that. But um, what's your most prized possession when it comes to Jack Daniels, like, that you own that's Jack Daniels related? Um, that, That's a tough question. I honestly, pro- probably my ear church bottle that's signed, that's full. Nice. That, that would most likely be it. It was one one of his or one that you got. It was the one that my ex wife had went down to Lynchburg and got engraved. Nice, had him sign it. Nice man, that is awesome. So let's see where we're gonna go and where we want to bounce and start with now. <laughs> this is right on all this stuff. I want you to tell me about kind of what me uh, being a squire kind of means to you because. You nominate me, and I got a couple other people. And whenever we nominate somebody to be a squire, and if you guys don't know out there, I shouldn't really be talking about it. It's kind of like Fight Club in a way now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tennessee Squires is kind of a little addition to the Jack Daniels family. So 
Frank Sinatra was a squire. You never know how many there have been in the world. Uh, there's probably, what, thousands and millions of squires out there. But uh, honestly, it's only <coughs> in the thousands. Is it's, it only in thousands? Really? Yeah, it's between fifteen and 20,000. Do you know why why it started or how it started? Do you know the backstory of the Tennessee squires? I used to. I don't. You know? Off the top. I was kind of that's something I, I really like to research and kind of really see the because they, they were talking about like Frank Sinatra being one of the first famous squires back in the day and then you just get a little card and you get a little piece of land in Lynchburg and you just kind of a little extended piece of the family I love it because you get little little cards in the mail I was just looking at my little cow they found in my pasture about a month ago <laughs> <laughs> you get little fun things in the mail as being a squire so if you guys are not squires out there definitely reach out to one of us and let us know you're interested because uh, there are many along the church choir and we always would love to share the love and we get you guys all in because it's really cool you go every year uh Sue says, "What is it to what is it to be a squire? If you're wondering what it is it to take to be a squire, you got to be nominated by a current one. So it's somebody that thinks that you could carry the Jack Daniels brand, and that's something that you have pride in. So when I ask Will, like, kind of what it means to be a squire for me, is just kind of the passion of the product. I've not drank for a year, but I'm still a huge Jack Daniels fan because I love what the, they do. I love the sound in Lynchburg, how." how calm and just how it is down there. Uh, I took a couple of buddies down there in this past October and it was just amazing. Um, it just feels like home down home field down there. Um, <laughs> but uh, Ruth drinks more JD than Fabio. Yeah. She floats a battleship during the holidays, right now. <laughs> so, but for you go into and tell me for you, what does it mean to be a squire for Will Long? To me, to be a squire is just hard work being loyal, like you said, to the brand and being a goodwill ambassador to the brand. I mean, is that person going to be someone who enhances Jack Daniels? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, you, I nominated you because of how loyal you was to Eric Church. Um, Another example would be Chris Johnson. Um, Like, with him, I read a story that he had posted on Facebook. I, it was something about like helping a family at a truck stop or something. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but he like paid for their lunch and yeah, paid for gas. I don't really remember the whole thing. And then like one of my latest nominations, who's became more like a brother to me was Chris Scott. Yeah. And like me and him, we was just standing in line at the Nissan stadium shows and, I'd go to my car, bring Karen something back, go back to my car, bring her something back. And she's like, just have everything in your car. And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> the Will Long Automobile, man. It's awesome that she actually won the, the Patreon tonight, too, because, I mean, I know you're really good friends with both Karen and Chris. I mean, there's amazing people. Uh, I love Chris, man. Hanging out with him has always been fun. Uh, I wish I would get to hang out with you guys more in October when I was down there. Uh, so I got briefly down there. But, yeah, just being a squire, if you guys um, ever have a chance to look into it, it's just something really cool that they still stick around. You Every now and then you get a calendar, but if you make it to Lynchburg every year, you'll get a cool little gift. But it's also they expect you to carry the name and the love of the brand uh, and be loyal to Jack Daniels and it's what they stand for. Um, they have squire events all over the place. So I know Milwaukee always used to have some before 2020 and all the good pandemic stuff that hit. But... We'll see. 2021 is going to bring new events, I hope. <laughs> so did you, you got down, well, you got down in Lynchburg many times last year, but you were just yeah. there recently this year. Um, so they have, they do every year a barrel tree of all these yep. different barrels. Tell me what they did this year with the barrel tree. Is that actually something kind of cool that the choir would like? No. Um, they done, I don't remember the exact number of barrels that they do total. Mm-hmm. Um, they done Eric Church themed barrels. For the barrel tree, they done fifty of them. That's awesome. So, are they those are the ones from his collection, though, like from, no, or from his those bottles from collection. Okay, so they were just ones that they just put the logo on. Then, yeah, yeah, nice. So, all fifty probably went really quick. Then, huh? <laughs> I think they did pretty quick. You got yourself one, right? Yeah, I I, I was actually the first one. Um, I think Chris, he was actually number three because I called him and said, hey, you got to 
I don't know. I don't know what number Weber. I think Weber and I were like four or five or something like that. Because Weber texted me like the minute it went on or the minute they started doing. It, he goes, "Dude, get on here." So I know yeah. we were like one of the first ones that got on there too. Because right after I think you got on is when I got. Well, right where I, I hung up the phone, you texted me. I was like, I just yeah. got off the phone with him. <laughs> yeah, you like never text me back. I'm like, I hope like hell he got. <laughs> I'm bad at texting people at times, man. I apologize. But yeah, I do appreciate that. So it was really cool. So then they're like three hundred dollars to ship. I was like, no, nah, let's come down and pick it up. I'll see you guys. Yeah. I'll see you guys in March. <laughs> yeah. So we we're talking about your love for Jack Daniels and what the brand means to you. Um, but you've carried a lot of kind of your passion for Jack Daniels, Eric Church, into giving back for a lot of people. And you do a lot of different things throughout the years, and you're always trying to help a lot of people. I know, like especially the last bottle that came out, the Eric Church. Uh, theme bottle you you really track down and felt find them for a lot of people including myself um which i really appreciate because i would never have one if it wasn't for for you man because i was looking all over for one of these new bottles but um something that you did that i really want to come out pretty cool that you were doing um kevin sanders if you guys don't know who he is he's the barrel man and good friend of will but he does a lot of the engraving and a lot of the barrel work for jack daniels he lost one of his houses a couple years ago and you you kind of put together a little thing go ahead and tell the story about that man well let me think which one okay me we, and we Staples, lost his house yeah me and him actually done that um my ex-girlfriend had bought me the vinyl cleaner and i already had the green essentials mm-hmm. vinyl and i said well hell if i win it i'll donate it and just donate the money to kevin and the living the dream foundation so i won and ended up donating I think we went, raised like $2,700, and we just split the money between Kevin and the Living the Dream Foundation. So uh, it was one of like his, like was it like a, a leisure house? or What kind of house was it that Kevin lost? It was his hospitality, hospitality house. Hospitality house, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. All right. And yeah, and then, uh, he lost in the fire. Have they rebuilt it since then? or They haven't yet. Not having yet? No. Yeah, definitely it was a sad time. I remember when that happened. So, but I'm sure he'll get it back. But Kevin, if you guys have never met him, he's one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet. Uh, you'll see him every now and then at random Eric Church shows or just events. Uh, he used to be at all the fan club parties and all the little cool little gifts that they give out. He would just be the one that made them. But um, so talking about just about Kevin and the things that you do to give like to help raise funds and everything. What really drives you to do that, man? What motivates you? I honestly have no clue because <laughs> before 2021 or before 2020, hell, I've never done anything like that before really in my life. I donate things here and there, but like this year, I was like, it was just seemed like the right thing to do. It's like with the Operation Ride Home Raffle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we done over, I think, $3,300 with it. Well, so tell me about that one, man. What was all that about? Um, Again, it was me and Staples. Mm-hmm. We sold raffle spots for it was like a jack daniels bottle um lee hendrix with ecb actually donated some stuff so t- uh, tell me about um real quick about lee too because he has something that he does that a lot of people i know don't don't really know about but he does uh like some woodwork or some steel work or something that you had some stuff done with him yeah he actually does metal work and he also makes like coasters and stuff um nice and that's how I met him was I'd purchased a record rack off of him and went down and picked it up. And I mean, you would think that being famous, that they would be completely different than like what me and you are. But like we was standing there talking with her mask on and stuff. And I mean, him and his wife was talking about having leftovers for dinner. And they was like, you all think it's such a big deal. It's something we don't even think about. <laughs> talking about the music no yeah for sure man and it's cool that he does a lot of the side stuff too because i've seen a lot yeah. of his work and uh lee's always been one of my favorites uh definitely he's a west virginia guy too so <laughs> i love that about him but um let's see i'm trying to see we'll pull this up all right yeah but um so you guys did that one you guys have done a lot of different ones i want to know or what is the one no, we already talked about that one. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are working on now. This is the one I want to talk about. The What you guys are working on now. So you and Chris, uh, and I think Staples, too, is a part of it. 
all went in and you guys kind of got the first ever choir barrel together. You guys got permission and everything else to put all this together. Tell me about this, man. Yeah. Well, it's actually just me and Chris that's kind of like spearheading it. Nice. Um, it actually came about when me and him was a guest on your show, and I, mm-hmm. I talked to you about buying a barrel and stuff, and he was like, why don't we do that? And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> so we actually went down to Lynchburg this past Monday um, to pick out a barrel. Yeah. And actually, I don't know really if you can see it, but that's the logo that Liz Berger had actually designed for us. So oh, that is amazing. So now will that be on all the bottles coming out? Uh, yeah, it actually will be etched on every bottle. Oh, um, dude, that's awesome. Jack Daniels is actually, they're engraving all the bottles for free for us. Jeez, dude, that is amazing that you guys were able to put that together. How many of you guys sold so far? Um, I, Honestly, we've only got maybe 10 or 15 left. Oh, wow. That yeah, one's so quick. <laughs> I, I mean, it's def, it's definitely a success either way it goes. I mean, if we don't sell anymore, it's still going to be viewed as a success, I think. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, because for 10 or 15, I mean, those last ones, you, you'll get rid of those real quick. So, yeah. Tell me and when. I'm, okay, go ahead. I, what I was going to say is, I mean, me and Chris, we could turn to like collectors, like Jack Daniels collectors, and sold it out within five minutes. But yeah. We well, because it's think. such a market for rare rare Jack Daniels items, man, and especially stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what what do you think drives like all that stuff? Like, I mean, this this is rarity of some of that. I honestly, I have no clue because <laughs> it's like me and Chris were like, we're gonna slow down by Jack Daniels because like he'll text me and I'll text him and I'm like, hey, I found this one. And we're like, we're slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll go somewhere and see a bottle and he'll send me a picture of it and of course i'm like yeah i'll buy it <laughs> <laughs> you want to say no you always buy that that's why i mean i had when i stopped drinking i'm like yeah i just gotta stop collecting stuff for now <laughs> so yeah. i'm like i gotta slow down for a while because i i was growing growing a little collection here so but tell me i want to know about the entire process man about buying a barrel because i mean everybody's always heard uh you could buy a full barrel it's about 240 bottles yada 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 tell me like everything that goes into this like when you guys get there or like when you buy it like you have to go down there and pick it like what all do you have to do man uh well the first step's really finding a liquor store that's going to work with you um which we found a liquor store in murfreesboro and they worked with us so we waited about three weeks after paying the deposit, and then we went down, and we actually done what's called profile samples. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take you down, they take you on a tour, they feed you, and then they take you to do the samples. Where did you get Where did you get food at? Was it Mary Bobo's? Yeah, it was Miss <sighs> Mary Bobo's, and I mean, they brought so much food Man. out that it was unreal. Oh, dude, I've heard. It's the family style, right, when you eat over there? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, I've heard about it. I've always wanted to eat over there uh, and make reservations. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I hear nothing but good things about it. Uh, well, honestly, like, I was completely against going. I was ready to go to Barrel House Barbecue, and I, but I went, and I was like, damn, this is really good. Mm-hmm. I've heard phenomenal things about Mary Bubbles, dude. I always wanted to check that place out. So <laughs> you guys go down there, you get to lunch, and then... So these kind of have like four or five different samples from barrels, or how does all that work out? Well, they actually had like a light, dark, and light, medium, and dark flavors to choose from. Mm-hmm. Right now, with the live barrel samples, they're not doing those. Yeah, and it was going to be early twenty twenty one, and we wanted to go ahead and get like the where the themes we will gather again we wanted to go ahead and do that theme this year yeah oh yeah for sure dude i mean you want to copy the or get the 2020 feel on the bottle for sure i mean and that's what you're going for and selling it during 2020 so um yeah well wait <laughs> yeah so um after you guys kind of taste it um now you guys went back now you just wait until it gets delivered right yeah, now we were just waiting on them to bottle it and stuff, which they, they'll they probably bottle it probably mid-January. Yeah, we'll get it 
So now, do they etch it and bottle it at the same like the same time and then they ship it out or do they ship it out and you have to take it back to get it etched somewhere else or how does that work? Um, they will ship it to the liquor store and under Tennessee law we have to actually physically take possession of it mm-hmm. and they'll take it and etch it. Okay, so after you receive it, then you have to get it etched. Yeah. Okay. That's me crazy. Two hundred forty bottles etched, man. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like the etching's like I think normally like twelve dollars. Yeah. So that's they're doing they're... Really favor, and also um, Kevin Sanders, he's making something as well for it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Frazy just put it in there. I, I think we should try to make something cool and try to, like, whenever the barrels are ready, try to make a little trip down there, all of us. I mean, it'd be cool, like, if, I, if we find out, like, all 50 all fifty people that got the barrels, we all go down together and have, like, a little mini party or something. Like, I know myself and a couple other people that got one, so I'm just going to load up the trailer and say, let's go get our barrels. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely, I mean, because there's 300 bucks to ship them, and I'm like, you get three or four people in the area to, to go in and buy one. And you go down yeah. there and pick them all up together. It's just like, all right, save some money on that end. <laughs> yep. Um. So with all of this uh, that goes into this, the whole buying process, um, was it a headache to collect like everything? You guys still you still have to collect all the money yet, or have you done that already? Um, we're in the process of collecting, and I yeah. mean, honestly, none of it's been a headache. I mean, it's me and Chris nice. really have tried to be a good team together, yeah. and it's pretty well came naturally for us yeah that's that awesome man that, that you guys have done it because it's been something that we've talked about forever just no one's really spearheaded it because we just really didn't want it. the whole process i know is just such a pain at times yeah. and to get everybody together and so many bottles um but it's, it can be really cool so now is there gonna be a plaque too that's gonna sit in the barrel house or the in yeah the there's plaque room too? In the, or not barrel a plaque in the single barrel room the nice uh, church choir squires and collectors so let's see how many barrels we can get on that thing then let's, let's buy a couple of these things so is there a thing like if you hit 10 like it's something like special or whatever uh probably a new liver if you hit 10 <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought they said like if you hit 10 then you get like a bigger barrel or like i don't know you get like a something <laughs> special on that little plaque i think like when you hit seven you get like another colored you get like a colored barrel on there yeah those high rollers man <laughs> i love it so all right man well before we really move on to our any of our other segments i know we we're running a little bit late starting off so we got a couple more minutes before we run into a, a new segment i got i can't wait to that you're gonna here's i don't know we don't know what's coming yet i don't know what's coming yet either so <laughs> just kind of a little random thing that we have going on um, but with everything that you did for this barrel uh were you raising any like any extra money for that or were you what were you doing like with all the funds for this? Weren't you doing something with that with a uh, with, yeah, with or something? With the proceeds, those are actually going to be donated to Chief Cares. Nice, dude. Oh, yeah. So our Karen said, if you buy seven, you get a logo engraved next to it. Sweet. All right, that's gonna be awesome. But yeah, dude, it's so cool that you did all this. That you yeah, put all Karen, this. she like she really keeps me and Chris in mind <laughs> when doing it, the barrel stuff. I mean, she yeah. snaps. Back in line quick. <laughs> I'm sure. It keeps you on pace, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That is so cool. So we have a new sponsor that we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, hang tight, Will. We're going to – let me see where – all right, here it is. Go ahead and hit that. This episode is powered by Poddex. All right, guys, let's talk about Poddex. Uh, our unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So – Whatever you are, a new podcaster, existing broadcaster, looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code FASTOUTMEMPHIS for 10% off your first order. Okay, I got all that fun stuff out. So, Will, we, I got this new sponsor that we're going to do a thing where it's on the, my phone right now. But I'm going to ask you these questions. Let's see. What's the? What, we're going to do a WTF question. So for the next couple of minutes, we're just going to ask a weird off-the-wall question, and let's see if we can try and talk about it. Um, ooh, I like this one. What recurring lie did you always tell your parents or teachers? The dog <laughs> ate my homework. <laughs> How did that go for you? <laughs> it did not go well anytime. It's, a, it's funny, though. Um, you're a dad, um, and now being a father myself, too. 
when I hear my six-year-old come up and tell me different lies, like, I know damn well he's lying. I just look, and I think to myself, when I was that age, and I was saying these things, I, I swore my parents knew I was not lying. But now it's just like, this kid is lying through his teeth. <laughs> like, I can clearly call them out and know they're lying now. It's just hilarious. Like, and I thought all these stories I told my parents, they were just for believing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and give one more. If you personalize your car's license plate, what would the plate say? Or do you have personalized plates? I, I don't have personalized plates. Um, probably I would do ECJD number seven. Ooh, I like that one. Let's see. We got we got time for a few more of these. Do you have any phobias? I am terrified to death of birds. Birds? Like yes. all birds? Like. All birds. Like I, I was y- really young and got bit on the side by a goose, and it—I don't know—it terrified me. To you death. got goose by a goose, and now <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and move into. So we're also Pod Deck is also sponsoring our new hot seat. A lot of their questions, or a lot of the questions, are stuff I got from Pod Deck. So we're gonna go ahead and do our sixty-second rapid fire game hot seat. So, Will, what is the first cassette tape you ever owned? Confederate Railroad. Oh, hell yeah. All right. What's your hometown famous for? Honestly, nothing. <laughs> nothing. All right. What was your first paying job? Uh, weed eating. What was, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen in the middle of the road? Probably a cow. <laughs> like live or dead? Alive. All right. What are you superstitious about? Uh, breaking the mirror. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm the latter. So, what's one thing people buy that you think is a waste of money? Uh, ooh, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, dude. <laughs> I like yeah. that one. What's the oldest thing you own? Oh, God. I don't know that one either. <laughs> I'd, I'd really have to think about that one. All right, what's one liquor you're never drinking again? I will never drink Fireball unless I'm with Dawn. <laughs> I, I do drink it with her, but that's, like, about the only time. All right. If you could read one person's mind, who would it be? Probably Betty Patrick's. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> An item that's on your bucket list. Um... Probably to go back overseas again. What was that? A- go back overseas. Oh, okay. Where were you stationed at? Or where were you at? I was stationed in Germany. I'd like to go back there. Nice, man. Nice. What part? I was in Kitzgen, which is close to Wurzburg, down next to Nuremberg. All right. All right, man. So that was that was fun. That was some new questions in there. I, I was getting tired of all the old questions. I was like, all right, we got to <laughs> mix this up a little bit. So... Will, this has been a great show, man. Before I let you go, though, there's one thing I got to do. Let's throw that down there. Before I let you go, there's one thing I got to do. So if you remember last year, everybody, uh, I had Robert on uh, as my first guest of the year. Um, and, I, and I had something cool. So there's something that you, I know you don't have in your collection. And it's actually I want to give you uh, what I call the 2020 Fan of the Year William Long bottle. So. Awesome. It's engraved with your name on one side. And it says 2020 Fan of the Year. And on the other side, it has our logo. And it's the only second bottle I've ever had engraved with all this on there. But I'm going to put this in the mail, and uh, I'm going to mail it off to you, man, because for everything you do, for the choir and for everybody else, uh, I definitely, I mean, this is a little, this is the least I could do to say thank you for what you do for everybody, man. So, I'm uh, surprised you didn't have me engrave it for you. <laughs> I did it in October. That's why you didn't see much of me. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> when we were down there for Lynchburg Music Fest, I had it, I had it engraved down there. I actually brought all oh, okay. the stuff down, and that's why I was down there. I was down there kind of getting that engraved, too. But, um, yeah, dude, I wanted to get, get you something that you didn't have, man. So I definitely wanted to, like I said, this is the second bottle that I've had engraved with the, the show's logo on it. So you and Robert are the only two that own it. Um, and I know he's part of your little group, the super fans. You got to tell me about, I, we, I know it's one thing we didn't really get to talk about. Before I let yeah. you go... Tell me about the super fans, man, or super friends. Sorry, the super friends. Uh, well, what it, it's funny. I know you heard me mention like Betty and Rachel yeah. earlier. Um, we met in Texas at the choir party, and like 
they had a vehicle I didn't. I'm like, I'm, I'm out of Jack Daniels. I've got to find a ride. So I ended up asking them, I'm like, hey, can I get a ride with y'all to the liquor store? They're like, sure. And they're Southern, their Louisiana accent. <laughs> well, we go to the liquor store and stuff and come back. Texas is over. And Eric was playing in Fort Laramie, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Well, Betty and Rachel had tickets. I had tickets and my ex was going to go, but she ended up not going. Dan and Lynn went. So I had an extra ticket. Well, I messaged Carrie Hyde out of the blue and she ended up flying up to Cincinnati and we all kind of met up and Mm -hmm. we really did a lot of shows together last year. What was the last last show you guys did together? The last show that we all done together, I believe was Nashville, but like we done bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. It was a hell of a, hell of a time, man. It was a hell of a show and tour. Oh, it was. But it's cool to see all the different groups of people that, that form and get together within the choir. I mean, because the choir is one big group. But then you have have all the other different friend groups that get together and everything mm-hmm. else. And it's really cool to see to see it. I mean, I've been there to see the whole thing. And to see the, the camaraderie that comes, I can never speak, but whatever, that comes out of all of this. Um, and it's just the, the, the saying that came out last year or the year before was it's more than just music. And for Eric Church and his fan club, that's always been the saying. It's always been more than just music because as far back as I can remember, it's always just been what it brings and what what how we all get along because we all have that common bond. But on the side of that, we all share so much cool cool stuff and the same passion for the same person. So I love it, man. And I love that you're one of the people leading the charge on it, dude. I mean, what you do and the things you do for everybody is just badass. So I'm glad I was able to do this bottle for you this year, man. And cannot wait, man. One last thing. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, it's like this year. I mean, there's been really absolutely no music, but like we've all made a, made it a point to try to see each other. And like Betty, she was actually just up here last week. Oh, wow. That's awesome, man. So, I mean, we do try to keep the bond strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you have to. And it, it was so good to like come down and see everybody in October because at least able yeah. to connect with some people. I mean, I got to see you guys a little bit. I got to see Frazee and everybody he was with for a little bit. So it was really nice. I, I had to get out and do something. So I got to one music festival all year. So it was really nice. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been an honor sitting here and talking to you tonight. But before I let you go, I got to ask you all this picture because I was going through all the photos, getting pulling photos for tonight, and I ran across this one. You got to tell me what you were doing to Danica in this photo, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, we're missing a hand somewhere. <laughs> I, I know which photo you're talking about. I wasn't grabbing her ass. <laughs> I don't know if it came up for you. She, looks, she doesn't look too happy, though, man. She was... <laughs> She never looked happy. Anytime you see her, she looked pissed. Yeah, man, I really wish she would have had more of a career in NASCAR, dude. I was definitely a Danica Patrick fan going in. I wish she would have lasted a little longer. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I saw this picture, dude. I was, I, I was laughing at it. I had to bring it up. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is an IPIP picture. <laughs> <laughs> Will, man, thank you so much for spending time. I'm going to get this bottle mailed out to you this week. Um, thank you for All everything right, you do, man. We're, we'll connect soon. Hopefully, in the next couple months, I'll, we'll get together in Lynchburg. Hope so. Have a good one, buddy. All right, dude. You too, man. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That was another one. I was really trying to get break Will out of his shell tonight. We'll bring Jason up here for a few minutes. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> that was a fun night. It was. It's always a fun night. <laughs> so, yeah, Will, Will's, uh, I know before when I talked to him, he was like a little one, one-answer person. So, I'm like, I got to break him out of his shell tonight. Uh, he seemed to do just fine tonight. <laughs> we did. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. I never realized about the uh, being a squire with with Jack Daniels. Really? Yeah, I, uh-huh. uh, I I never really knew that was kind of a thing. Yeah, man, it, it, it's well, I didn't know until Will kind of he has he presented it with me. It's pretty cool. I got my deed over on the wall, and it actually says Will Long is the one who brought you in and this and that on there. So it's definitely something I always have. Of is uh, I love. I love it. <laughs> well, I would love to continue talking, but as I'm listening to the stream in the other ear, yeah, just so everybody knows what I got going on here, this is the show live. <laughs> this is the show on the stream, which is about 10 seconds behind, and there's some weird sounding things going on with my mic, so I think we should probably just with kill your mic the segment. Now? And, 
and uh, and and just go ahead and move on because I don't want. It kind of sounds like I'm in an echo chamber right now. I wonder what's going on. You're fine. I'm not. I don't know where. I bet you it's something. On it's here. that phasing thing that happened again last week. Oh no! See now you're phasing too. I am too. Yeah, you are too. Yeah. <laughs> kill right, me! I, Just kill me! I, I killed you. Am I still? I'm probably. I. I. Yeah, my voice sounds all messed up now. I don't know what's going on. We're gonna have to do a whole. We're gonna have to do a whole overhaul of this thing. I think. <laughs> It's still catching up, so I'll let you know if killing my uh, my All video right. helped. All right, I killed your video. Yep, that did it. Did I do it? Yep, we're good now. <laughs> this is we're, we're going to figure this out one of these. No, days, we're not. Guys, I promise. No, we're not. It's not. It's not going to happen. This is. Is it, is it when I bring your? Wonder if I just buy another camera or a different camera, and we're, we're running two different cameras. I have no idea. <laughs> guys, this is why we do this live because I I love having fun with it. I mean, we'll probably edit some of this out on the show. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. My audio's fine. It's just when you brought up my camera, it just it doesn't work anymore. Anyhow, so the Squire thing with Jack Daniels is very, very cool. I like that a lot. I think I think that kind of brings it into a, a, a brotherhood of of people that yeah, are. It's a, it's a and it's not just family. about drinking it. Yeah, it, it's it's like a culture. Well, that's what, like like me. Like I said, I haven't drank in a year now. Right. I still congratulations. By the way, appreciate it, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just hit that one year, and I love oh, I love it, man. Feeling good, but I still, to me, I'm still an ambassador for for Jack Daniels. I still believe in the brand and everything else. Just because I don't drink it right now, so I mean, I'm going to one of these days again. I don't know when, but might be five years, ten years. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'll be here when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> i'll be here when anything else happens too <laughs> right let's see all right guys yeah it was really i had to get will out of his shell so thank you guys for all that um yeah it was really fun 2021 show it's been great man i can't wait uh hey robert I, hey you got one of two now for the bottle buddy so i had to, definitely had to give will a bottle for this year uh for everything he's been doing it's been awesome so, but um, thank you guys for joining us tonight on episode 66 with the amazing Will Long. Uh, this was such a fun episode, and I love every second of it. I got the chat, uh, I got the chat, chat with Will tonight. But now next week, 2021's here. We're going to have to turn things up a little notch. So we'll see you guys next week for sure. The Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast with Aaron Shriver is brought to you by Arlo Revolution. As we close the book on another chapter, remember, music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Next week, Aaron connects more melodies and memories with other fans and the artists they love. Thanks for being a part of this musical journey, and we'll see you next time on the Gain and Fast on Memphis podcast with Aaron Shriver.